Hey everyone, welcome to Mommy and Me. Not PG. I'm Victoria. And I'm Leslie. And we're back again. Yes, it's a new year as everybody knows. Yes. In 2021, but we are in a new life change, a huge life change with the new president. Yes, which is great. So this month well now this past week and might be a month from now who knows when you're hearing this but we now have biden as our president and kamala harris as our vice president yes and it's it be, kind of bizarre because we were watching the inauguration or you watched it all day and yes. i got to see bits and pieces after work and we could not stop crying yes but Mind you, we're not huge political people that, you know, well, I'm not. I haven't been watching anything because basically, um, you know, we've been burnt out. And that's what this episode's going to be about, burnout, basically. Um, so the last four years, I've just been burnt out to the point that I have refused to watch any kind of news or stay up to date with what's going on because our lives were insane with the past president i feel that we had um so i totally shut down yes it was exhausting it was exhausting pretty much Ab everyone absolutely so but you know in shutting down i guess i didn't realize like all this was bottled up this holding everything back that mm -hmm. when when um on inauguration day it was just like this sense of release relief right and yes. i was just like we just started crying it's just mm -hmm. insane it um, was i thought i heard someone interesting they were saying how it didn't even feel like we had a president before they just said we felt like we were in a car going down a hill slowly with no driver <laughs> and now we finally have a driver definitely so, hopefully i mean every president has their flaws so we always expect some things go negatively, but overall, I hope these next four or eight years are significantly better than the last because it was terrible. Oh, it has to be, regardless. Like, just I don't think it could get that bad ever again. It has Those. never been that bad. And it, I, yeah, and I think a part of it was that we have social media now, so it's so easy to find everything out. And as our past president felt, he loved social media too. Yeah. So it was easy for him to spread things on social media and I think that just really impacted everyone. Like you couldn't go on Twitter. Right. You can't go on Facebook, especially living where we live. I had a lot of people I've deleted. <laughs> yeah. Think about back then. That's when I cut myself off of Facebook. I'm like, I'm done. It was mm -hmm. when right, it was it was probably the beginning of um or during the elections and stuff. I couldn't take all the battling back and forth yes. and everybody just Four years ago, you mean? Yeah, four not. years ago. Mm -hmm. So I, I totally cut off all my social media. And then I, yeah, I did Instagram. But then I was like, forget about Facebook. I had yeah. enough. And, and just, I couldn't take it. I was burnt out. I was exactly. definitely burnt out. And I felt like I can't let something control me. Mm -hmm. So I had to remove myself. And I think, like, for Inauguration Day, of course, it was amazing to just see at least a president and a vice president that had their family there. I thought that was amazing. It was a big family. Everyone seemed happy. I mean, as much as you can tell, they're happy because they're wearing masks. But <laughs> the two things that really got us both was um, Lady Gaga's performance and Jennifer Lopez's performance. And I think also what's really interesting to know is that those are the people that were performing. Yes. Whereas four years ago, I don't know the people. Like, I looked it up. I don't know who they are. Really? 
Yeah, and I know, like, I think Bon Jovi was asked to perform, and what's the Italian guy, Pacelli or whatever? Uh-huh. He was asked to perform, and they both declined. Really? So those were the only two people I knew of that declined, but the, peep, the three performers, I had no idea. So it's just really cool to see, like, people that are big in this world, in our country, I that mean, have made differences yeah. on, like, Lady Gaga's made such a impact on so many girls mm-hmm. um i think jennifer lopez has too especially in the spanish community right Latin community whatever yep um so i just think th- those performances were um really just had an impact on us yeah definitely it was good it was actually really really good and there is a sense of rele- relief do I think I'm going to hop back on all social media? No. <laughs> People still have things <laughs> to say. But, you know, especially Facebook. It's just, yeah. to me, it, it's, eh. I mean, we never really talk about politics on here. But I think it has made me definitely notice, like, who people are. And specifically, I remember when they were first elected as president and vice president, I shared a Instagram video of Kamala saying, we did it, Joe, we did it, which many people have seen that video. And someone who is very much mature, and I was just very surprised because I respect other people's opinions, so you would expect other people to respect yours, but this man decided to try and tell me that you can't be one foot in, one foot out because of just really just trying to attack me for posting that video. And I thought it was very dumb. And I think that just really shows where we live in this town and how people are. And you can imagine how people are on Facebook. Because if someone's saying that to my face, you can't imagine what other people are saying to other people who have much more wide range of friends. Because I keep my friend group pretty small. So not many people would have anything to say to me. But people didn't even think I voted for Biden in the first place. Yeah. Just so you know. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, I wouldn't expect your parents to be like that. Really? Talk to that person anymore. But me? Like that we would? Yeah. Oh, that they thought that you would have voted for Trump. No. I didn't know. You know who said that? The person I, I haven't mentioned since they've been here? I don't know. Okay. The person that was here the other day. It's the only, only person. Yeah. The only person that's been. Really? Yes. A girl. Was, no, a guy. <gasps> Ew. Yeah, gone. Oh. I can't. <laughs> yeah, gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yep. So extra too. Oh no. Yeah, well, so that was quick as as we know your track record. Well, yeah, but <laughs> that's why I didn't even talk about it cuz it's just so dumb. Like the fact that people and like the thing is I respect so many people with different political opinions, but if you really are going to have such an attitude about it. First off, I'm just lost how you still like Trump. Like, where are you? Like, <laughs> what world are you living in? Like, yes. Yeah, no, I just don't understand that. I can't believe you got so political. Like, you started. They, really I was asked. No, back in, like, oh, when all yeah, this yeah, yeah. started. I was blown away. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think when it really started. I think, I when, think you lived when it in came Philly. to come to vote. Oh. oh, well, yeah, because in Philly, that was my first experience. So over the summer with the George Floyd protest, that's when it first impacted me. Right. Because people that are very close to me in my life were making some racist comments. And mm. as I was, I went to school in Philly, I built relationships with people. I've realized that there's more than living in a small 
pretty much white town Mm -hmm. so when i came back here and i heard these racist comments and i was like but i have all these friends that are actually impacted by it that was like whoa so that's the first time i ever stood up for anything like that and then from there i kind of just became more interested and i feel like most younger people nowadays use twitter for their news which i mean they used yes i watch cnn which is very political <laughs> and i try and watch fox but half the time they're not talking about what i want to hear about right. because they talk about irrelevant things when something's not going their way so i think that's really like i got into it and then i felt the need to vote because if i was if i didn't vote and try and make a change then i would have had no reason to complain about it exactly but i i just i'm not the one to sit there and constantly put it out there and argue and debate that's oh, kind of yeah. that's that's my frustration with a lot of people or with certain things out there and and i i respect the people that do there's people out there that want to fight the fight and that's awesome mm-hmm. but yeah i, I just think that. you know <laughs> people have their opinions and mm-hmm. they I, i'm not here to try to change your mind Agreed. if you think that way then that's your problem and if i think my way it's my problem mm-hmm. and you know just to kind of constantly put it on me and and just yeah. tell me it should be this way it should be this way i just can't it's uh, yeah. there's no point so i feel like it's only a conversation you can have like with personal people and if people are trying to do it to i don't know yeah undermine so. you or something it just becomes ridiculous totally burnt out by that so yes. uh so we'll now see. we're on to a better era hopefully definitely i feel like we are yep yep and, and then like even within the families like within our family Thankfully, we didn't really have anybody. Well, you know, I've had some family come out with certain things that were disturbing and they have like conspiracy theories and different things. (laughs) And 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 like I said, their opinions are fine, but it's just constantly having to hear about it and talk about it and try to push it on someone. Mm -hmm. That's where I just can't. Yeah. And it just makes me totally shut down again. Yep. I think that's a part of that is a reason why I kind of got more into it because I wanted to be making an educated decision. And that's good. That's I've how also, it should be. we've heard some family members speak and although they agree with my overall political views, they just still sound psycho because <laughs> they don't know what they're saying. <laughs> and so I guess that's like my main goal is to, if I have to speak on it, to sound half knowledgeable and also i think it's very good in those types of conversations to have humility and ask questions because i will talk to people who are more trump supporters i don't care about the republican democratic thing that really no difference to me but like if people like trump i will ask you and i can have a conversation as to why do you feel this way or that way but once you start once you really believe he was a great person though that's where the line was crossed yeah <laughs> i'll listen to some of the good things and whatever there everyone has good and bad but once you i don't know i can't i can't believe that anyone realistically would still just like him or i don't know how someone could talk to me and still like him that's another weird thing yeah definitely yes and then i guess that kind of goes into like the idea of burning out because of family Right. Um, we talked about it on previous episodes with my dad, how he's made me feel <laughs> burnt out. Um, and then, yeah, this past week, it's just like people can have so much like of a damper on your mood that yeah. it becomes hard. To, it's like you're drowning. 
yeah. in the emotions of it in the feelings of it because right because yeah if you think about it we're dealing with we talk about political differences mm-hmm. and we have a huge um religious difference in our family yes. so that that's a huge huge thing that has really been something we've struggled with over the years um and it definitely has um it does tend to burn us out sometimes because it affects us you know there's family members that that have religions or believe in a religion where they don't celebrate holidays and there's a lot of uh you know kind of ill feeling when it comes to that sort of thing or just mm-hmm. it's upsetting not even yeah. ill feeling i mean because because we support it but it's upsetting yeah and also like for me when it comes because of the religion is felt so strongly by them it almost becomes a part of everyday life of course i mean as it should be if that's your religion whatever it is but it's to the point that sometimes you can't have a conversation without it being brought up or if you're even getting an apology it's with this quote or whatever and it almost makes you not want to speak sometimes because it's that exhausting it like I don't know. It drowns you out. But that says the same thing. If I was always talking about something. Yeah. About anything. Like if I'm always talking about Charlie, which I know I do, it annoys people. <laughs> like I know that. So it's like the same exact thing. So. But I, I will. You know what I think it is also that you don't realize or maybe you do. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the religion is a very male. Their religion is a very male dominant type of religion. Yes. We are extremely strong women. Yes. And we believe that we can do just as much and mm-hmm. we are equal to men and they're not above us because they're males and and they don't have a certain right over us. Like we're just equals, mm-hmm. you know. If you look at me and your dad, we support each other. He'll wash dishes and I'll start his car for him. Or, you know, it's, yeah. we both do the same things and we help each other out whichever way we can. There's no like, this is your role as a woman and this is your role as a man. And what I say goes because I'm the man. And and yeah. those things blow my mind. Yes. That is the biggest struggle for me. You know, and the wife in that relationship was such a strong woman. And to see her not be that person kind of kills me, you know. So I think that has affected us in a big, big way. And it it definitely has burnt us out. And then we, we build back up and we take a moment, take a breath and everything's okay. But that's another big family burnout. Yeah. And it's it's just really interesting, like having to navigate it and... It's a learning experience every day for all of us. And I think it's great because it only makes us stronger. Oh, yeah. But it's definitely interesting. It could be exhausting. And then it's so, it's very hard because you don't want it to impact your other relationships. And like your other family relationships, whatever it is, you want to keep it to that one person or whoever it is, whoever's making you feel that way. And yeah, it just becomes difficult. And I guess it kind of falls into like tying it into covid like with covid i have lost friendships not yeah. necessarily i mean it started with leaving college i not leaving co- i mean i graduated leaving my apartment in philly i had to leave many people behind yep guys girls friends whatever whoever it was and that was like my first loss of covid i guess you could say yeah. because 
I had to make that decision. And yeah, now I think it was the best decision I ever made. But in the moment, you saw me cry. I was yeah. like, I'm, I'm sad. Like, I'm letting it all go. And it was a decision, but that was the beginning. And then I've lost other friendships because it's just become exhausting trying to maintain it when there was nothing to maintain at right. that point. If, the, if you are unable to maintain a friendship through this, then it really wasn't a friendship. Yeah, completely agree. Because you see... I maintained a friendship with someone I met at the beginning of COVID and I maintained that friendship more and better Yes, than the friendships I've had for four, five, six, however many years it has been at this point. Yeah. And I think that is very telling. Even I've met some of my guy, like even some of my guy friends, mm-hmm. the ones that stuck around are the ones that you wouldn't have expected. Yeah. Um, so I think those are the people that I know that I have to keep around and it's just really interesting how. Yeah. It all fell on top of each other. It's like a whole like domino effect. Definitely. And then for working out, I've yes been trying to find a way to not burn out. <laughs> do you feel like you're burning out? Yes. You do? Every day on like Tuesday or Wednesday. But I kind of made it fun for you today. Yeah, today was fun, which yeah. helped me. But normally what happens is I say I'm going to take a rest day and then I get bored. And I don't take a rest day. So then I have all these days that I'm doing some sort of physical exercise mm-hmm. and I normally don't stop until I actually can't do it anymore. See, but that's why I like that I'm actually programmed with a coach. Yes. And it, I'm measured. So basically like all week, every week, I, my workouts are planned out and, you know, I'm always giving feedback. And I remember, mm-hmm. when was it? It was right before Thanksgiving. And I kept, yes. I was bench pressing. So we were building up every week, you know, you know, th- uh, three sets of eight, you know, one at one weight, one at the other. And we mm-hmm. would build up, build up. And then all of a sudden, the same thing I did the week before, I could not do. Mm-hmm. And I was so frustrated. And I couldn't do something else. And then there was, and it was like, it was total total burnt out burnout which is completely normal because there's something called deloading Mm -hmm. and i had been working so hard for so long my coach was like yep now we're gonna take this week and we're gonna deload and i'm like what (laughs) we can't (laughs) pull back like i'm on a roll even though i'm kind of not doing that great but yeah being in a routine definitely helps set my set work date my set work and rest days are perfect and then all the measurements throughout knowing that okay it's time to pull back Mm -hmm. and just and i try to get you to get into routine i'm like follow just my days like rest when i rest or it's so hard it is hard i know it's hard because i like to rest when i want to rest but that's how i like to do everything in my life i want to do it when i want to do it yeah so if thursday i'm feeling great i want to keep going and then whenever i don't but I don't know. I feel like I'm doing good because in the first place, you used to do this. You would always run or hit like 10 miles a day. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I never do two of the same large workouts back to back. Good. Like I, I never run six miles two days in a row, mm-hmm. which I consciously do. I mean, I don't want to anyways. It's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like I'm already kind of doing an on and off, on and off. Like the other day I did the two two mile walks, but mm-hmm. that made me more sore. And running does. <laughs> so I try and just change it up and do different things. And some days I like to do more yoga. Some days I just walk around. 
Um, so I guess that's fine for now. But eventually a goal of mine would be, now that I hit my weight goal, to hit a goal of being more calm. But I think that will come with yeah. moving because I'll be kind of forced to work out. So are you telling me that if you were given a set routine every day to do, you wouldn't follow it because it depends on what you want to do? Mom, I cannot even follow your workouts because I get I want to do what I want to do. You have a problem. I do. What's going to happen when you <laughs> enter the work world and your boss is like, I want you to do this? I did it. <laughs> so many do things. Why can't you set yourself to do that? Like, Because, I don't know. Because I'm not, I don't know. I'm weird. Right, I really see, don't know. I don't I guess I, I look at it like my coach is my boss or like my, yeah, like no. she tells I'm me what to do. I'm my boss. Oh, you have a problem. <laughs> you have such a problem. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm perfectly happy with a set routine. I follow it. I feel like if I don't follow it, I'm disappointing not only myself, but my coach. And I stick to it. Mm-hmm. Most of nine, Yeah, I do. I mean, there's some hey, things I hate no, to do. Here's the thing. You don't stick to it because you do extra. And if she's listening to this, I hope you hear this. Uh, I don't do extra, extra. <laughs> it's a walk. It's a... <laughs> A little something, but yeah. It's a little pep in your step while you're walking. <laughs> no, it's okay. You don't you really are not doing as much as you used to. No. In I a good am. way. Yes. And then I feel like we get food burnout. Oh God, we yes. We get so tired of food. I know. Like exhausting. We eat chicken. Oh, I love chicken. But we eat chicken all the time. And I don't love chicken like you do. I, I love just, chicken. Yeah, you love chicken. Yeah, but I, and, and the, the, the nerve of that, because I am constantly changing things up food wise. You have like a freaking tired of food all the time. Gourmet chef in your house. I know I do, but I had to buy (laughs) meatballs from the store because, because you won't eat the ones that I already made prepped and froze. Yeah. Because you scarred me with freezer food. What? What? When I was in high school and you would put nasty chicken in my nasty wraps. I don't like wraps. That was just the only problem. Yeah. And they were normally from frozen chicken because you would make chicken and freeze it for us. And I was just picky. I'm really not a picky eater, but sometimes I speak and I'm like, whoa, I'm picky. Yeah, I get food burnout though because it's like, oh, I want something different. And I, oh my God, that was, that was the best thing because I so wanted, I've, you know, it is a lot of, uh, lean meat so it's pork tenderloin or chicken breast or you know and everything we eat every once in a blue moon we'll have a, a boneless skinless thigh but so finally the other day i'm like you know what i think it was actually it was my coach that posted something about um eating you know like don't feel guilty or go work out like a lunatic because you you know you ate something that is out of your diet or whatever you want to say. So that was amazing because I was like, you know what? I really am dying for ribs. Oh, yeah, those were good. The best baby back ribs. And they weren't even that good. I didn't even make them that good. It was just so good to eat yeah. something different. I mean, they weren't. I mean, they could have had more barbecue sauce. Sure. But that's because I don't even like ribs, but they were so good. They were. But I like. I say I don't like things, but I really like it. <laughs> I know. Well, those, and then it was a good barbecue sauce. It was like yeah. sugar free. Was it G Hughes or something? Yeah. Something his, like that. his stuff was amazing. Good stuff. Like, what was I? Oh, yeah. You got those rotisserie chickens. Oh, that was hard. That's that ShopRite's fault. Bad. 
Yeah. Yeah. If anyone ever needs a rotisserie chicken, go to Sam's Club. Yeah. Don't go to ShopRite. But those buffalo chicken egg cups are delicious. Yes. Oh, we have so. What did we eat this week? Because I feel like we have so many great food ideas. Yeah, that was good. Buffalo chicken egg cups. They were egg whites. Yeah, they were egg whites. So it's like three tablespoons. It's like you get a twelve cup muffin tray, spray it. It was three tablespoons of egg whites in each cup, Mm -hmm. and the whole thing you split up two hundred grams of chicken throughout. And then it was eighty five grams. Look at that's how good the recipe was that I remember everything. It was eighty five grams of blue cheese. Wow. And then a third of a cup of hot sauce spread throughout each cup. Super and you bake good. it. Oh my God. That was insane. I eat that like good. every day. Yeah. And I don't eat breakfast. Yeah. So I I'm, mean, it's still like at 11 o'clock. I'm making or a 12. new batch. Those are super good. Oh, the other thing about food that I've been trying to do is I get very cold after my workouts. Um, so I have heard that that is a potassium deficiency. So I've been eating a banana before my workout. And actually, I felt pretty okay. That's I'm good. not like freezing. Like when I tell you I was freezing, I was standing in the shower for 30 minutes on the highest heat freezing. <laughs> wow. But yeah, no, my bananas, I think have been helping. I eat right. protein after now. Yeah, well, everything I tell you to do, but you have to do it when you want to do it, not when yes. I tell you to do it. That's how my whole life has been lived. That's so crazy. It hasn't it though? Like yes. Like you raising me, I'm always, you tell me, I'll do it 10 years later. Whenever you want. Why? Why? Because you can't. That's like if you tell someone to break up with their boyfriend when they're not ready to do it, they can't do it yet. You have to let them do it on their own time. Your brother was very, very. He listened. You. Th- what did you ever tell him to do that he did? Always. You have an example. No. I mean, not that he doesn't listen to you, but I just don't know anything that you've ever told him to no. do that he did. No, but there's things. You tell him to eat more protein, ever. Yeah. I tell him to eat more carbs. I don't know if he's listening. (laughs) (laughs) No, he eats, he eats like I do. Like he eats veg and meat, veg and meat. I do too. I, I know that, but he's not trying to do what we're doing. He's on the opposite side. He's trying to gain. I keep trying to get him to eat more carbs. I'm like, where's your rice? Where's your potatoes? Where's your, yeah. Yeah. But he likes eating that way. But that's like when I move, I mean, I'll be moved already, but I can't wait to start meal prepping for myself and cooking. And then I'll get burnout from that, too. And then I'll order some Uber Eats and I cannot wait. <laughs> That's great. Yes. All right. Food burnout. Yeah. Wait, we had the salad was good. What salad? Our kale. Oh, kale salad. But that was I wonder good- what defines a salad, because the, I don't I would not call that a salad. What do you call it? Kale. There was nothing in it. Like, a, isn't a salad, like, as definition, like, multiple things? No. I should look it up. No, because the Caesar salad is just romaine lettuce. And Parmesan cheese. Well, this had an amazing... And croutons. <laughs> Wait, okay, ready? So a salad is a cold dish of various mixtures of raw or cooked vegetables, usually seasoned with oil, vinegar, or other dressings. There you go. And sometimes accompanied by meat, fish, or other ingredients you see it the first line is a cold dish of various mixtures of raw or cooked vegetables all right so it was a mixture of kale and collards oh really yeah i didn't know that and then i put uh citrus vinaigrette which was amazing yeah that was good that was a very I only good had salad. a tablespoon of oil 
And then the rest was all lemon juice and lemon. Yes. And orange rinds and orange. And that was amazing. All right. Yeah. So I have two tips for people if you want to start eating better. One, don't use so much freaking oil. <laughs> That's number one. I never understand it. I know so, like someone made a salad dressing today and I was tasting it and all I tasted was oil the whole time. Even though I specifically said don't use a lot of oil, <laughs> clearly wasn't clear enough. That's number one. And then number two is buy a scale that has grams, ounces, <laughs> and grams and ounces because this week also I needed a scale to measure my banana and there was only ounces on the scale and I've never heard of such thing. But and aren't you getting still in the box? Are you getting way. good now at looking at things and being like, Oh, I know how much that weighs or I know that's yeah. about four ounces. Right. But that's the whole I goal. Think my in bananas the end. are so much more. Like yeah. some of these ones look long, but when I take them out of their like casing, mm-hmm. they're really small. Like I had like I cut a bunch of bananas today and they had some thick whatever you call that, rind? What is yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah, some thick things on them. Okay, and, and the other win this week was definitely, because I cut back on my granola. Oh, that was crazy. <laughs> so we were, so since we've gotten on this kick of weighing things and, and really measuring, just yes. to kind of put our nutrition back in, in shape, you know, like I said, we go on, I go on and off with doing that. So I'm like, all right, you know, I'm feeling a little pudgy around the middle, only around the middle. <laughs> And, you know, everything else looks nice and lean, but the middle's kind of bothering me lately. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta really look into what I'm doing here. And my thing is constantly shoving granola in my mouth. Yes. A piece. And I walk why? by the, I walk by the pantry. I grab a piece. I go in the pantry to get something else. I grab but another piece. But why do you like granola? I like the crunch. It's not yeah. even sweet. It's just the crunch. Like I want to satisfy my crunch craving. So yeah, I've been I've eating never- it for the never had that problem that lot what it's been like a year what or two of my granola oh it's been more than a year yeah so years i mean and then i'm like wow every week i'm making a double quadruple batch of granola (laughs) (laughs) okay you should have just calculated how many calories were in those batches total and just see how many how much you think about that okay but start off with the fruit part that's where you realized how much how wrong it was when you weighed your fruit your mix-ins how you used to grab a cup of mix-ins oh yeah well she said a cup of mix-ins so i'm following this chick's recipe and i'm like okay so i i inputted it and i'm like all right i uh it says to add whatever a cup of mix-ins for i know it's a quadruple batch it was a quarter cup for a a one Mm -hmm. batch so i would do that and i'm like geez just doesn't seem right. So then I emailed the lady because I took her recipe and then I changed it up. So she uses honey and maple syrup and I use no sugar, no, no sugar at all. So um, I changed her recipe up. So I knew that my calories were way less the way I calculated it. And then I asked her, I'm like, wait a minute, how are you really, how are we, are you getting this measurement or the calories based on what it weighs and is it after it's cooked or before? Cause it makes a difference. So, cause you know, the granola and the rice, uh, brown rice cereal shrinks. So she told me, yeah, you know, you, what you should do if you really want to be accurate is weigh it in grams after it cools and then divide it into eight or whatever amount of servings. Mm-hmm. So I did that 
and holy crap, the calories were double, right? <laughs> were they double? Yeah, just about. At least double, I yeah, think. Yeah, it was 100% like double. Yeah. So I was like, I have been shoveling this in my mouth like a lunatic. So I took the granola that I made and threw it in the freezer outside and is out of sight, out of mind most of the time and have cut back big times. Yes. Yeah. So that was the discovery of this week. Yeah, we'll big see. Big letdown. <laughs> we'll see. I Yeah, I'm struggling. And then we were ridiculed for counting the calories. Oh, oh whatever. But it's okay because we're ending on a positive note. I don't have a positive note to end on. Definitely. And our brownie batter pancakes, those oh, were banging. Yes. Yep. Those were good. We had those today. Yep, that was our dessert. And normally I don't like pancakes, but my friend had pancakes and it really inspired me. Yes. So I made brownie batter pancakes. There's no eggs. There's no milk. No sugar. There's no sugar? No. And what tastes so good? I think I put monk fruit sweetener, oh. monk fruit sugar, cocoa powder, applesauce, gluten-free flour. Those are good. And you eat the whole batch for like 143 calories. And it just tastes like brownies. Yes. It's like a nice snack. Yeah. I mean, I'm not full, but it was good. <laughs> yeah, so very good. So we have a million recipes to always talk about. So if anyone ever cares, <laughs> ask us. Definitely. Well, ask me, and then I ask my mom. <laughs> <laughs> or ask me. Yes. I've gotten a few questions here and there. I'm always, always open to sharing because I've tried so many different things, and I could be like, stay away from that one, or this one's a winner. Um, so that'll probably wrap us up today. Yes. So thank you again for listening. You can always let us know if you feel any type of burnout because I think we all do in our life. But thank you for listening to Mommy and Me. Not PG. Bye. Bye.